What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Wade's World. This week, it's NFL Week 14 review. And uh, I wasn't able to get it out the last couple of days, just being busy with uh, finals and, you know, life. Um, And if you hear anything in the background, I'm actually recording this in my car, sitting in the parking lot, ready to go take my last ever final uh, of college. So I had some time to kill, so I figured I might as well do the recording now. Um, I'll try to keep it short and sweet, um, mostly because I have to. I only have about 30 minutes anyway, so let's just get right into it. So starting out, uh, Thursday night was the the Bears and Cowboys, and obviously I watched the entire thing because I'm a Bears fan. And, I mean, some takeaways from it is if the Bears um, had played like this all year, uh specifically with the play calling and with Mitch throwing with conviction and actually running, um, they'd probably end up 12, 13 wins this year. Um, But as it is, uh, because of a super slow start, the best they can do is 10, and that's if they win out and they do have the hardest schedule remaining out of everyone in the NFL. It's possible, but uh, not going to say likely. Um but they they played a really well game a really good game um Dak didn't really do anything aside from the first drive and then in and then in uh in garbage time and then uh Zeke he had one 31 yard run and then he punched in a couple from short but you take away the 31 yard run and he averages like two it was like two yards a carry um, Nagy finally figured out, hey, let's run the ball every once in a while. Uh, Montgomery had 20 carries, 86 yards. Mitch, 23 for 31, three touchdowns, an interception, which was really uh, just a really bad decision on his part. Uh, I thought he was throwing the ball away, um, but he was trying to force it into the end zone, and it was short, and the, the Cowboys made a really good play on it. Uh, the Cowboys actually won the turnover battle two to nothing and usually if you have a differential of two plus turnovers you you typically don't lose especially lose by it was only seven but really it was a 17 point game late and then the bears went into the prevent defense which is a stupid defense the nfl team should never do and they always do um ended up making a seven point game but it really wasn't all that close. Uh, the Cowboys are still in a much better position to make the playoffs than the Bears, and I do think they will. I think they'll be eight and eight. Um, I, I do. I'm holding out hope that they'll beat the Rams, and I think that they will beat the Eagles. Um, and then their last game won't matter. But um, they just it. It's a lot on Jason Garrett just because he's not a good coach. The It, it hasn't been there for them. They don't look like they want to play for him. But also the number of tackles that the Cowboys missed in that game isn't just down to coaching. At a certain point, you got to kind of look at the players and put some, put some blame on them, um, some responsibility. Um, I, either way, I do think a new coach – next year for the Cowboys will really liven them up. I've seen uh, Lincoln Riley, Urban Meyer, um, 
Sean Payton's always rumored, but I, I, I doubt he leaves the Saints. Um, yeah, I, I think I would, if I had to bet on it, I would bet Lincoln Riley. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much my thoughts on the game. Um, if the Bears had played like that all year, they'd be a contender, but they didn't. So no point in dwelling on that. Just uh, I guess I guess for any other Bears fans, if you're wondering what to root for for the rest of the year, um, the Bears obviously have to win out. Uh, the Vikings have to lose one game besides against us. So they have to lose to either the Chargers or the Packers and also us. Um, and then the Rams have to lose two out of three to the uh, Cowboys, Niners, and Cardinals. Um, I'll talk about them more in a little bit. And then there's also a track to where if the Packers lose out, we could still win the division, but I don't see that happening, especially since they do play Detroit Week 17. Um, And Detroit really is in a position where they have nothing to play for. They already have some of their top guys out for the year, so that's not even really in the conceivable realm of possibility. Uh, But on to the next games, Um, Panthers-Falcons. Falcons Falcons won 40-20. That game doesn't matter at all. Uh, Just officially eliminated Carolina, I believe. That was the game that did it. Um, Nothing really to talk about. I mean, McCaffrey was the leading rusher and receiver for the Panthers uh, with 11 receptions and 82 yards, but he only had 53 yards on the ground. He's really, after his explosive start, he's kind of just fallen back it not I don't want to say into into just being normal but like he 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 wasn't going to maintain that pace that he was on um that's really all there is to say about that uh the Ravens and Bills played a really close game um and to me it just says that like the Bills are definitely for real they'll, they'll be in the playoffs the Bills will and it they're not someone you can just kind of you know just have as an afterthought um they do have a chance at making a little bit of noise when once they do get in um i mean lamar jackson 16 for 25 145 yards three touchdowns and an interception okay like typical passing numbers for him and then 11 carries for 40 yards uh not quite his best game but it was enough to get it done and uh the the defense stepped up to get a stop at the end. Um, I mean that the Ravens are solidly set into the one seed right now in the AFC, and they've won nine straight. Uh, I imagine that they will end up with the one seed, and uh, I'll talk a little bit more about Lamar later on. But uh, I just want to keep going. Bengals Browns game doesn't really matter uh baker continues to struggle even though the browns did win 27 to 19 baker did not have a good game 11 for 24 192 yards and two interceptions uh nick chubb had over 100 yards again rushing 106 on 15 carries um but yeah it's a it's a meaningless game really uh 
technically the Browns are still alive in the playoff hunt. I don't ex- like it. It's another situation where you have a team that has to win out, and then you have you have to get some losses to, by teams in front of them, and they need a lot of help. I guess technically uh, it could happen, but if they do make the playoffs, I don't expect them to be a team that is really much of a threat. They have the talent. The coaching's not there. The chemistry's not there. Uh, now there's all the rumors that Odell has been telling other teams to come get him and that he's not happy in Cleveland. Um, I think Odell's kind of just a figure that kind of draws, you know, that he draws the drama. Um, I like Odell. I'm a fan of Odell. Uh, I don't think he's a bad guy or necessarily seeks out the drama. I just think that drama kind of follows him and that's just who he is. I think it's kind of, it's kind of similar to the, in the NBA with a uh, Kyrie Irving. I don't think Kyrie is this flashy guy who goes out demanding drama. It just things follow him. He gets hurt, a team does better with him off the court than with him on the court and then it leads to talking about it and then he has to respond and then his response gets brought in so it, it, it's I, I i think odell and Kyrie are similar in that way but like i said technically keeps the browns alive but nothing really to see there uh the packers beat the redskins 20 to 15 not like an impressive game really for the packers uh i mean they they did what they needed to do um it it keeps them in first place in the NFC North, which is big, obviously. Um, Aaron Jones had a good game, 16 carries, 134 yards, and a touchdown. Also had six catches for 58 yards, which led the team in receiving yards. Uh, Rodgers was 18 for 28, 195 yards, and a touchdown. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing world-beating. Just, you know, did his job. It's uh, all you really need him to do, especially against a team like Washington. Um so yeah, the the Packers maintain their lead in the NFC North. Um, they still give themselves a shot at uh, potentially getting a first round bye. Um, yeah, and that's really it. Vikings beat the Lions twenty to seven. Keeps them in the wild card hunt and also the division hunt. Only a game behind Green Bay. Still gets a game with Green Bay. Uh, a game up on the Rams, and I do believe that the Rams have the tiebreaker over them currently. Um, I, that would be that would come down to uh, division wins, I believe, because I don't believe that they've played. Yeah, they they have not played, so there's no head to head. So I believe the next step would be a record inside of division. Um, but you know things could change. Uh, down these last three weeks. Kirk Cousins, 24 for 30, 242 yards and a touchdown. You know, that's that's what you need him to do uh, against a worse team, obviously. Um, you know, just take care of the ball, be efficient. That's what he did. Um, yeah, that's really it. Uh, the 49ers and Saints game was nuts, and... I really hope that this ends up being a playoff rematch. The Niners won 48-46 after Drew Brees led the Saints down to take the lead with, I think it was, 
about 30 seconds or something like that. Um, then Jimmy G got the ball back, three timeouts, was able to pick up a couple first downs, and then on a fourth and, I think, two, uh, hit Kittle on a cross crossing route, and Kittle went down and just carried, like, three Saints defenders, got a gain of 31 yards plus a face mask, and then Robbie Gold hit. It was like a 32-yard game winner just from straight on. Um, 30-yarder, actually, sorry. And it was 53 seconds, uh, so it wasn't quite 30. Um, and it is worth noting that uh, the Saints did not get the two-point conversion, which would have made the field goal only be for the tie. Um, I don't know if this is the type of game I would expect in the playoffs. Uh, both teams are good defensively. This was just really, really good offense. Uh, Drew Brees was 29 for 40, 349 yards and five touchdowns, which is just ridiculous. Uh, and then Jimmy G was 26 for 35, 349 yards, four touchdowns and an interception. And that's just, it's just big numbers across the board from everyone, really. Uh, it was a very exciting game to watch. Um, and I do hope that it's a playoff preview. Uh, there is, this moved the 49ers from the five seed to the one seed because the playoff system is stupid. Um, and it means that the Cowboys will be, well, <clears throat> I, I say the Cowboys, the in my opinion, the 8-8 eight and eight Cowboys will be hosting the probably 12-4 and four either Niners or Seahawks. And then the, either the Niners or Seahawks, whichever one doesn't get the wild card, will get a bye um, just because the NFC West is that good. Uh, and then the other bye will probably go to either the Saints or the Packers. Um, really, the only other option. I guess, I guess the Vikings could take it from the Packers but then I think it would just be the Saints with the bye um yeah I'll I'll talk more about how I have just grown to hate the playoff system more and more because I talk about it every week Jets and Dolphins Jets won 22-21 nothing I mean there's literally no significance in this aside from aside from um, draft positioning. That that's really it. Uh, worth noting, I guess the uh, Dolphins kicker was seven for seven on field goals, so he's the only one who scored for them. Um, but yeah, just not a game that matters. Not no takeaways from it really. Uh, the Buccaneers beat the Colts thirty-eight thirty-five, and I think that pretty much does it for the Colts in terms of playoff hopes technically still alive but I don't see it happening um they've just kind of been in a downward spiral uh Vinatieri's done for the year which I assume means done for his career so former Illini Chase McLaughlin uh is the Colts new kicker he hit a 50 yarder uh for his first kick but then he missed uh I think it was like a 41 yarder um hit a 19 yarder later on and then, uh, yeah, uh, Jameis Winston put up another stat line that only 
Jameis Winston puts up 33 for 45, 456 yards, four touchdowns, but three interceptions. It, I still can't figure out if Jameis Winston is like good. Um, I don't think he is, but he puts up numbers. I think I think he is just an empty number guy, which really they're not that empty when you put up 38 points and get a win. But I don't. I don't see the style that they have him play and where he throws almost 50 times a game uh, being a very very effective strategy going forward in games that matter. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's really about it. I'm super disappointed that the Colts kind of fell apart. Uh, I mean, I think they're a good team. Just injuries ha- have kind of plagued them, and then... They they do play down to their competition a little bit, um, and that's hurt them. They've they've had some losses they definitely shouldn't have had. Um, but the uh, still in the NFC or AFC South, sorry, the uh, Texans got blown out by the Broncos. It was thirty eight twenty four, but it was I, I think the Texans picked up a touchdown late. Yeah, the they they actually picked up two touchdowns late. They were down thirty eight to. 38 to 10 at the start of the fourth um and before that they were down 38 three i don't know what to make of this because this obviously is an important game in terms of playoff seeding and just you know looking at a team and the texans that's probably going to make the playoffs and then just to get blown out at home against a was four and eight now five and eight broncos team it's it's not a good look. It uh, I mean, I could see the Texans winning a playoff game or two, but after a game like that, you definitely don't see them making a huge playoff run. Um, especially, it's just a weird game coming off of a win against New England, and then you go in and do that. Um, I mean, Drew Locke. 22 for 27, 309 yards, three touchdowns, and interception. Wouldn't be surprised if he is the Broncos' long-term answer. Uh, I've seen rumors that Flacco might retire. Um, and this is kind of just like an audition for Locke to kind of get the starting job for next year, and I'd, I'd say he's doing a good job of it. And then Deshaun Watson, 28 for 50, 292 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Just not going to get it done. So it, it, it is a concerning game for Houston, I would say. Um, nothing to, nothing to you know, let let to linger on, but definitely definitely something to kind of keep an eye on. Um, you know, teams have bad games, and I guess you can chalk it up to that, but it's not a good look. Uh, another game that doesn't matter: the Chargers beat the Jags forty-five to ten. Nothing really to talk about. Uh, Eckler was the leading rusher and receiver for the Chargers. Eight carries, 101 yards, four catches for 112 yards and a touchdown. Phillip Rivers actually played a good game once this year, 16 for 22, 314 yards and three touchdowns. That There's really just nothing to talk about this game because it, it doesn't matter. Um, technically, uh it, de- it did determine a little bit of draft position 
because now the Chargers are five and eight and the Jags are four and nine. Had the Jags won, it would be vice versa on the on the draft order. But as it is now, the Jags will get a better pick than the Chargers, uh, and that that's really the only effect that game has on anything. Uh, Titans and Raiders was a big game for both uh, for both teams in terms of draft or in terms of uh, potential playoff hunt. Uh, the Titans won 42-21, and it keeps them well in the race for the division as they're now tied with the Texans. And then also for the, uh, for the other wildcard spot in, in the AFC, um, it hurts Oakland because they're now down to six and seven. Still possible, um, but... It's it's not looking good, especially when you lose to a team that's in front of you in the wild card race, just because if it comes down to them uh, having to have a tiebreaker, well, now the Titans own the tiebreaker. Uh, but Titans have been on a roll. They've looked really, really good. Um, and I didn't get to see much of the game, but one of the plays I saw, Tannehill threw his one and only interception of the game, and he actually ran down the guy... I think he threw it to a lineman, and he ran down the lineman like 30 yards down the field and made an open field tackle to prevent a touchdown, which is really, really good, and I would have to assume that he will for sure be the starter next year. Um, I've seen rumors that they're already talking about an extension for him. They don't want to franchise tag him. They just want to give him an extension. Uh, Mariota will be let go. But Tannehill's been balling, so is Derrick Henry. Um A.J. Brown is another one of those guys. He's kind of like a Will Fuller with the stat lines of five catches, 153 yards, and two touchdowns. Doesn't necessarily get a ton of uh, receptions, but he always has the long, big plays. He's a big playmaker. Um, And it's not that Oakland played a bad game offensively. It's just that uh, the Titans are on a roll. Um, Derrick Henry's looked really, really good the past really four weeks uh on this winning streak that they've on that they've been on Tannehill showing that he he's a good quarterback he was just in a bad situation in Miami I think um I've never thought of him as like an upper tier quarterback but I definitely never thought he was bad um so the Titans yeah they they definitely uh they definitely could make a big run um especially say they win out and then they go into the playoffs with all that momentum that that's big that that's very big um, the Chiefs beat the Patriots 23-16. to 16. Uh, I will say that the Patriots had a number of calls go against them, which is very odd because it usually doesn't happen. There was one where the uh, they were going to score, but it was ruled that the runner stepped out at the three, so the play was blown dead. Um, but he scored. It, he was, like, in the process of diving, and they said on his dive he stepped out but the replay showed that he was clearly like three or four inches away ain't nowhere near not even questionable but since the play was blown dead they couldn't overturn it uh which the pats ended up settling for a field goal uh and then the patriots had the game had the ball down late which had they gotten those four points would have been in position to kick a field goal to tie it to send it to overtime and then i thought there was a missed pass interference uh I thought it was pretty obvious 
down towards the end, but uh, Belichick didn't have any challenges left, so that kind of cost them there. And that I, I didn't get to see all of the game, but I got to see those kind of key points to the game. And Brady, 19 for 36, 169 yards, a touchdown and interception. Just the cliff might be here. Uh, I do think the lack of weapons he has is a real problem because Julian Edelman is a fine slot receiver, but he's definitely not a number one option by any means. So, um, and this is also important because the Patriots still only have a game lead over the Bills, and they do still have to play the Bills. So it is still in the realm of possibility that the Bills could take the division from the Patriots. not saying it will happen, but it's definitely in the realm of possibility, which I think is a good thing because, you know, the the Patriots get to win the East basically every year and get a bye basically every year. Um, This is also important because the Chiefs are sitting at 9-4. and If... They were to win out and be 12 and 4, and the Patriots say lose one more game. Chiefs have the tiebreaker, so another important game. Uh, Steelers, Cardinals, uh, definitely important in terms of playoffs for the Steelers. They're now at 8 and 5, uh, which makes their playoff chances look pretty decent. Um, the Bills will be the the Bills will be the five seed in all likelihood, um, and then. The sixth seed, you have the Steelers, Titans, and then Texans, which Titans and Texans, same division. But those three are all eight and five. Um, there's there's some teams below them that could still make a run, like I said earlier. But it's big. Um, Delvin Hodges, which is preseason fourth-string quarterback for the Steelers, went 16 for 19, 152 yards and a touchdown. Not like not crazy, mind-blowing numbers, but efficient, taking care of the ball. Really, all you need to do when you're in that position. Uh, the Sunday night game, the Rams kind of walked all over the Seahawks 28-12. to um, And in my opinion, this game kind of won the MVP for Lamar Jackson, partially because they, ha- they managed to handle the Rams fairly easily. It wasn't an impressive game for Russell Wilson, I don't think that this loss by any means is Russell Wilson's fault. Like I've said all year, I don't think he has enough around him. Uh, But he's just been able to overcome it, and he wasn't able to this time. Uh, Jared Goff looked really, really good in the first half, and then he threw two interceptions on two possessions in the second half and didn't really do a whole lot the rest of it. Uh, Still not bad numbers. 22 for 31, 293 with two touchdowns, but he did have the two interceptions, one of which was a pick six. Um, And then Todd Gurley's had 23 carries 79 yards and a touchdown and he's looking more like the old Todd Gurley but I am kind of worried that as it goes on uh he might break down a little bit just because he does have the knee issues uh so that's something to keep an eye on just to see if he can manage to handle that workload um and then the Eagles came back from down 17-3 to win 23-17 against the Giants in overtime keeps them alive i mean they still would have mathematically been alive had they lost but keeps them uh alive and tied now with the cowboys for the nfc east division title uh like i said i still think the cowboys will win the division because i think they will win 
their head-to-head uh, coming up in week 16. Uh, I mean, Alshon Jeffries now on the IR. They had they 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 now have three active receivers on their roster, with one of them being a guy that they just promoted uh, this morning from the practice squad. So all in all, not looking great for them. Carson Wentz hasn't looked great. Uh, I know a lot of it is just his receivers haven't been there for him. Uh, but they also pass the ball far more frequently than they run, which I think is a problem, uh, especially when you have a back like Jordan Howard and then you have Miles Sanders, uh, who's a speed back. I, I think it's a good one-two punch that they have, and they just don't really utilize it. Um, but that's that's really it. Um, that's going to wrap it up for this week. I'm going to go take my last ever final in college and never have to do it again. Uh, but as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Peace.